listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 105 on Ed Reach, Fight Club for Veterans. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, July 5th, 2013. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. Even though you're not there. Well, that's okay. Did you see that? I took you out. I'm sorry. I, You know what? I did it by memory, so I didn't even notice. You are a smart dude. <laughs> Jerry? Yeah. Tell tell everybody who you are and why you're a smart dude. Um <clears throat> my name is Jerry James and I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. And, and you're a smart dude. Because I happen to know everything about everything. Like I really know that you said this is Ed Gamer for Saturday, July fifth, but it's gonna be Saturday, oh, July sixth. It is. <laughs> That's a bummer. Okay. We won't edit because we like those fun <laughs> things. Should I do that again? Nope, nope. Let it okay, go. Okay, we'll leave it. Okay, Let it thanks, go. Jerry. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'll overdub it and go <laughs> sixth. Over the five, <laughs> nice. That Over would, the five. That would sound good. Five, six. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That that always sounds good. My name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. And even though it's it's yeah it's summer, and that's I still can't make that excuse that July fifth, <laughs> whatever. So, so Jerry. We've it's been a couple weeks because you weren't able to make it to the brain pop interview. I couldn't make uh, that one. Nope. nope, I was fixing a flat tire on the side of the road for my father. That stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have so much construction up here, and my mom said, "Did you hit something? I bet you hit something." And Dad was like, "I didn't run over anything." And then I got the tire off, and there was this like giant cement nail in the bottom of his tire and now completely blown out. So, uh, yep. Construction season is flat tire season around here. Yeah. So I'm glad that my taxpayer dollars in the state of Illinois and the Southern part of the state are going to fix your highways up in the Northern part of the state. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, they work on them pretty much all year round for pretty much all the time. I think they just like move on to the next street. Like, you know, somebody finds a crack and they're like, well, got to fix this one. Yeah, what holidays? They, they, <laughs> they work on the holidays. Yeah, but keeps people yeah. employed, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, let's do this little uh, uh, advertisement. Okay. Adverse. Yeah. Uh, EdReach is hot on Stitcher Radio because we're, like, cool. Stitcher is the hottest radio platform on the Internet, and they're taking education forward by giving EdReach and education innovators everywhere a great place to publish content. Agreed. Listen to EdReach shows on Stitcher.com. Go to edreach.us slash Stitcher to listen online or download the app for iOS and Android. We thank Stitcher for their support of the EdReach Network. The Stitcher voice. Yes. (laughs) Something like that, Jerry. I just thought I I should throw something in there. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, it's been a couple weeks. Um, I don't know if if I've shared, but um, I feel I need to because I'm I'm very close with my audience. (laughs) Uh, it's my wife broke her femur um, about a month ago, and it's it's been an interesting summer. And so it's I've turned into Mr. Mom, <laughs> and I, I think I've failed 
horribly. Game cleaning. You now have a new appreciation for your wife, don't you? Well, I I, you, I always cook, Jerry. I oh, mean, that's, that's right. But you are the cooker, yes. I am the cook. And we've had a lot of help from, from friends and family that have brought us meals and, and such. You and that's been. too? I'm not a very good baker. Actually, Laura, my wife, does the baking a lot, so she she's very good at that. But my daughters like to help out too, so that's that's helpful. But it's the Mr. Mom thing. My wife is basically it take three or four, you know, superheroes to make up the work that she does around the house. And those of you that have families out there understand, you know, it's it's teamwork and it, it's it's just been it's been tough. And I. I have a new appreciation. I've always had appreciation for what my wife does, but yeah. well, let's be honest. Been... Living with you is difficult huh. enough for most people. Uh-huh. She uh-huh. goes above yes. and beyond. She's just, yes, she does. She's actually my hero. You know, I think they just uh, moved uh, Pope John Paul II <laughs> to saint. the sainthood, <laughs> and uh, I think Laura is right, right there, behind. Yep. right behind. It was a it was a toss Next up. They the actually list. had to flip a coin between my <laughs> wife. And Pope John Paul II. Yeah, I could see that. And those of you out there thinking I'm, you know, re- you know, dissing on Catholics, I, I, I'm Catholic, so yes. just. Uh, yes. She know. flips coins all the time. I flip coins. Oh, that's not what you meant. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you're Catholic too. Yeah. Yes. Okay, moving on because I'm sure I've upset somebody out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching HBO, and you you said you saw this too. There was a really cool. They have a show on there called Real Sports with Bryant Gumble. Yeah. And very well done. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. Way. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. They they really it's 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 kind of like outside the lines. Yeah. The beat for ESPN. You, except you kind of love or hate Brian Gumble. I've found that people either fall in. You know, yeah. One boat he's, or the other. He's okay. Although he's okay. yeah, although I say that, and my my opinion of him is kind of gray. You know, I don't love or hate him, but I know yeah, that, I know some people fall strongly on either side. I'm neutral, but some of the interviewers that they have that come and interview for the show, they do an excellent job. Mm -hmm. I think they do a very good job. So they had this, okay, so now you're like, what does this have to do with, um, you know, education and gaming and games and learning? Absolutely nothing. uh, Oh, it does, Jerry. Okay, so the the title is, is MMA Fight Team Working with Veterans to Combat PTSD, Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's off of SI, but it was through you know, uh, HBO and the whole gist of the, the story, which I'll have, I have a link for the whole gist of the story is that there's these guys that are going through and having difficulties coming back from combat and PTSD. The, the main guy that's in the story talks about how he's driving to the grocery store, driving just a typical, you know, trip. And he's constantly thinking about, is the dog on the side of the road? Is it booby trapped? Is it you know dead you know dead dog on the side of the road? Is booby trapped? Is there snipers up on the building? I mean he's he's still in that mode and from combat and it's it's very difficult to come back from that. Um, so he's taken medicines. He's gone through therapy. He's done all these different activities and things that could be done in order for him to get through this to to. To treat it, I don't know if you're ever fully cured. You know, some of them were saying that in this in the story that I don't know if you're ever really cured of this. You just learn how to uh, handle it, manage it. And so what they've done is is this guy created started doing MMA, mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he started he the drugs, the alcohol, um, the outbursts, all these things started diminishing and. 
he thinks that it's really worked for him and other soldiers coming back from you know overseas uh, have started joining this club and it's uh, POW and I can't remember I don't know if you can look that up real quick Jerry POW what it prisoner of war yeah I know that but I mean it's this is um, there's a term they use POW for this club and more guys have started coming in and they've um, it's really helped them manage and it's not just it's you know they're being physical they're being violent I mean they're they're working out they're practicing they're learning moves uh, they're getting better at this sport and some people say why are you combating the violent tendencies with violence mm-hmm. well there's there's positives that come out of that you're you're burning off steam you're just letting it go you're wearing your body down and, and getting that out of your system also the commo- uh, um, camaraderie of the other guys that are there they've gone through something very similar and you build a bond with them you fight you know you're fighting each other but at the end they're shaking hands there there's friendship and that's been a huge help to these soldiers now you know we've we hear over and over again about violence in video games and how it's it's hurting and it's making kids more violent making people more violent and I think this kind of shows now, of course, these kids that, you know, general kids that are, they, they haven't gone off to war, so they're not dealing with PTSD. Don't sure. don't take that in, in that light. But there are kids that have certain tendencies to be violent, hmm. and they're out there, and we see them. You've seen them in your class, Jerry, I'm sure. Hmm. I see them in my class. I've seen them over the years. And it is kind of a, uh, a release for these type of people I should say you know it's a release for them mm-hmm. so I think there's I think there's a correlation between what is being done here and what we've seen in some studies where hey violence has actually gone down because of whether watching or being involved in a video game no this, this is interesting and you know as we we're talking about it we're talking about it obviously at a at a vantage point of how kids can use this to to hopefully you know, get rid of some of those emotions or control those emotions. But, you know, I think this might even be an interesting conversation of have, has, have these video games ever been used as therapy for returning soldiers or even, you know, a step further, are, is there any kind of statistics of, do soldiers enjoy playing these kind of games when they get back? Does it help? You know, <laughs> from, from the ones I know, yes, they play these games. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never heard games. like a scientific study on on the amount, you know, that yeah. they play these games or or how the games interact with them. You do do they like playing all war games or do they like playing war games? Will they yeah. not play war games around, you know, based around the time that they were enlisted because it's too close to home or do they love? You yeah. know, I think it's, yeah. it could be an inter- really interesting study. There's there's a mix because, like I said, I I, I know those who've who have gone off in the last 10, 15, 20 years, really, uh, gone overseas and, and been in combat. And they, a lot of them do mm-hmm. play these type of video games. Um, but there are some that kind of, it's turned them off. Hmm. It, they've turned away from it. Well, it's interesting because I have a friend that did <clears throat> a couple tours in Afghanistan and came back. And uh, he wasn't hanging out a lot with people, you know, with us yeah. like he used to. And, 
in one time, you know, I met up with him and we just kind of went out for a little while and we were talking and you know, he said it's really hard to be in groups because they spent so much time alone there and <clears throat> it's really hard to be in large groups. It's too noisy. There's too much going on. You know, it bugs him for things like that. But I do know, you know, I'm putting this together now. He's a, he's a huge online game player and that's mm-hmm. kind of been his, his way and he's slowly working himself back in. But I think, you know, I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist but i wonder if that's helped him to do that you know the ability to have games and online groups and develop social communities and ties to slow somebody back in because when you come home there's such a barrage you know it's funny because we had a huge party for him the night he came home you know like literally he walked off the plane and we had this gigantic party for him and now i think back on that like oh god that might not have been the best (laughs) probably not the best idea not the best but you you don't know it's and everybody's different right Right. And everybody's different. And they handle it differently. Um, I, you know, it's for soldiers. I, I think games like this could be a possibility. Um, but I'm also thinking those kids, adults that have gotten in trouble mm-hmm. um, with the law and have more violent tendencies. You know, does something like this help? Those are those are questions we need to research and 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 figure out. Yeah, I think that again points to the. Um, the lack of research, you know, that that is in this field, professional research. I think we need to start doing some some professional research. Maybe if you pay for me to live at home full time, <laughs> then I can cover your salary. Yeah. yeah, and you can do some research. Yeah, I bet. I, hey, through NIU, you never know. Yeah, yeah. No, I really think there needs to be. Um, I think psychology needs to get in on the boat, and not that they're not, but. But I, I just think it's a field that needs to be expanded, you know, because of the the readiness of video games and how, how much they've infiltrated the culture. I mean, everything that we talk about on this show. I think it right. And I, the discussion. That, uh, that story that was, you know, th- on HBO, they actually interviewed uh, this Brigadier General. And she was a, a therapist, if I remember correctly. Do you remember that from the story? I, I mean, I saw it a long time ago, so I don't remember. Okay. So she... You know, she talked that there's something to this, and I don't remember a lot of, you know, psychiatrists or psychologists, or whatever, that were really involved with this this story. But I'm thinking there should be more. Yeah. There really should be more. Yeah, for sure. Very interesting. So that's uh, just something to think about, and not turning it into a different light. And considering that today we're recording on July 5th, uh, this will post on July 6th. You know, July 4th, Independence Day. So it's it's one of those things, thinking about our soldiers and uh, the freedom that we have. And my father, who was a Korean War vet, and my his father was a World War One vet. Um, it's, you know, my dad always taught me to thank uh, those that have served. Yeah. And so I just want to I want to do that. So thank you. And uh, I will I will second that. And before we leave this, you know, I, I think the. The underlying point, which you kind of touched on, but I just want to say it again, is, you know, for when we have all these discussions about violence in video games and people often fly on the side of, well, it's terrible and it shouldn't be in games, you have to take a second to think about why they're doing this. Because there's that great part in the video um, where, you know, the the one that you've got a link to here where she says, well, isn't, isn't this just so violent? You know, and he says, what? Yeah. I don't consider it violence. You know, so this is obviously something they use to to let go of steam, you know, and so maybe. Yeah, maybe that's something that we need to consider. Yeah. 
and what they saw and what they did in combat, you know, that's there's a line between what they did over there and what they're actually doing sure. through this fight club. There's a huge, huge difference. Um, okay, so next thing is Sid Meier, Civilization Five. Brave New World is being released, I think it's July 8th, so that's next week. Mm. Yeah. And that, that comes out, and it's a huge... Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. It's a huge... Um, oh, okay, so the, the screenshot says July 9th. That's Down Tuesday. here on Steam's like July 8th, so I don't know what that's all about. Whatever. So, what... Um, this has come out. It's a huge you know, addition to Civilization V. And uh, as I go through some of this, I mean, the features, there's new cultural victories, spreading cultures across the world, new policies and ideologies, uh, talking about freedom, uh, order, and autocracy. Did I pronounce that right? I think so. I always forget. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. International trade routes, new civilizations, including Poland, Brazil, Portugal, and Zulu. New Wonders, Globe Theater, Broadway, uh, The Parthenon, and then the two scenarios that are added on here, which I think would be very interesting for the classroom. One is the American Civil War. It says, fight the war between the states from either the Union or Confederate side as you focus on the critical eastern theater of operations between the capital cities of Richmond and Washington. So those, there's a lot of U.S. history, of course, being taught in our country, and this is one area that really wasn't able to be used that often. There were scenarios that people created out there, but nothing to the extent where it'd be kind of certified or put together by um, the developers of the game. The other one is Scramble for Africa. The colonial powers of the world are scrambling to explore the continent of Africa. <laughs> and uh, that's it's going to be interesting. But the biggest problem, <laughs> the biggest problem with this, this game is that, of course, you need... I guess it still runs on XP, which is going to be going out, what, next year? Yeah. I think. They're going to stop updating it. Uh, Windows Vista, SP2, and Windows 7. Doesn't say anything about Windows 8. That's kind of interesting. Um, doesn't show that at all. I'll have to look that up. Intel Core 2 Duo, 1.8 gigahertz, or AMD Athlon X2, 64 at 2 gigahertz. 2 gig is a RAM, 256 megabyte um video card so i know some of this is going over <laughs> some of you out there you know eight gig, gigabytes of free hard drive space what i'm getting at is that this is a um this is an intensive game and not a lot of computers can can run this you look at the mac side because you know more about mac than i do it needs snow leopard and I, that's not even the most current is it Oh, I put you on the spot. Yeah, didn't I? you did. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's I'm fine. Sorry. I have. Um, I just updated both mine, so I have all of the leopards and tigers and things in my brain. Bears. Uh, yeah. Bears and tigers. And, um. So it, it's those of you out there know 10.6.4. Those of you with Max. Yeah. And that's. It's it's a higher end. It takes a higher end machine. Yeah, 10.6 is a little bit older. As I club my microphone, sorry. Um, 10.6 is a little bit older. I, I'm running 10.7.5. Okay. So okay. So so you know that's a older version, but I know some of the hardware and stuff is is higher end, and it it does. Like I said, there's not too many. There's not any computers. I don't think in my school that I could actually run that properly. Yeah. 
there's I put a link to a blog which talks about uh, questions and answers with the the team that put this together. And one of them was was there is there any enhancements to make this run smoother? And they they really didn't come out and explain anything. But yes, we're constantly doing and making changes so this runs better and smoother on your computer. And it has gotten better. I mean, it's gotten a lot better since its initial um, coming out for Civilization Five. It's it was it would slow down my machine if I played it for an hour. It would take forever to shut down. So this is. It's better. So this is going to be interesting how this comes out and plays out. Like I said, I'd love to get this into the classroom. Okay, so there's yeah. that. Um, okay, another advertisement. Do you have an EduWin this week? That is hashtag E-D-U-W-I-N. Remember, PBS and EdReach are collecting education wins by going to whatisyoureduwin.com. Anyone can submit a EduWin to help us shape the conversation of education into a positive one. If you see an innovation, Jerry, if you see a story, Jerry, if a moment happening, be a citizen reporter and tell the world, submit an EduWin at whatisyoureduwin.com, and let's change the story of education. An EduWin voice. EduWin Okay, last couple things here. Playful learning, as as we've talked about, have we even talked about this yet? I don't even know if I've talked about this for sure. No. Uh, playful learning is what I went to up at GLS, and it's still we're it's still kind of in in beta, but it's what is the platform? It's uh, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, but uh, playfullearnlearning.com is a free online portal designed for teachers to use games and explore, discover and learn. Our aim is to introduce truly playful systems and fun game worlds that can meet your specific needs and ignite student passion in your classroom. And yeah, playfullearning.com. And what's interesting about this is that I shared with the Cooney Foundation, which is Sesame and, you know, which connects to PBS and such, Jerry. Mm -hmm. And talk to talk to them up at GLS, and of course Jen Groff with uh, Learning Games Network. And I mentioned to them about this wonderful um, professional development called the Feast, and it's thefeast.org. There's Teacher Feast, there's Tech Feast, which is more for system administrators. There's Kids Feast for kids, uh, Administrator Feast. I don't know, uh, and they have these different feasts that you can participate in. Well, there's a Teacher Feast next week and the following week. They've already had two weeks in June and there's two weeks in July. And I mentioned to them about this uh, professional development program that the school district next door to mine, District 87, Bloomington uh, School District, District 87. They have been doing this for, I, I bet it's got to be going up close to 20 years. Um, well, not, I don't know if 2015. I don't know. It's been going on for a long time. And it's worked. It's It's a great program for teachers one week of training, the food's great, the presenters are wonderful, and you leave every every time you attend a feast, a one-week feast, uh, you come, you leave with a new sense and, and guidance, I guess, to help you with technology in the classroom. And that's, that's helpful. Also, there's great prizes, and I mentioned there's great food, and what if you want, you can actually... Without food? Exactly. And there is, you can actually earn uh, graduate, graduate credit. Graduate. Yeah. Graduate. Grad, graduate credit. And that's always helpful to a lot of people, too. Nice. So I introduced that to 
the CUNY found it center and then also uh, Learning Games Network. They're actually going to come down on the 18th and we're putting together, myself and the rest of this group is putting together a professional development um, course, I guess like a half day or like a two and a half hour session for using playful learning and games, using games in the classroom and showing off this website, which like I said, it's still kind of in beta and we'll definitely let you know when this is when this sprouts up because there's going to be some great content you can search by um, topics you can search by class you know goals standards you can search by games and then see what you can use with that particular game so but you should always start with the goal in mind right Jerry that's absolutely correct yeah so I like Angry Birds so I'm gonna figure out every way I can use Angry Birds and that's that's okay but you should also you should be coming at it from the other angle I teach physics. What are what are the things out there that I can use with physics? Nice and your birds can be be done. Okay, I've been talking a lot here, Jerry. That's okay. You you have a beautiful voice and you're Thank full you. of all this insightful knowledge. Okay, so I tweeted <laughs> this insightful knowledge. <laughs> uh, I tweet, tweeted out um, <laughs> not through Red Gamer, through my personal one, but. This I don't even know when this was. I don't know if this was like Wednesday. Yeah, it was, it was a couple, really... couple days ago. No, it was earlier yeah. on Wednesday. I want to say like Tuesday, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So, as a as a history teacher and someone who teaches about Egypt and ancient Egypt, it's one of those things that I'm. People are taken to the streets, hundreds of thousands, millions, you know, just in Cairo. And I was like, "There's a revolution brewing in Egypt," and all I can find on the news channels is a trial in Florida. Priorities are needed! Exclamation point. I don't. It, it was infuriating, and I understand there's people that are interested in this trial in Florida. I, I can find large ramifications of what's going on, but pe- people are just fascinated by this stuff. And I'm not going to give my personal opinions on 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 the trial, the, but I will say that. I want news, and, and it was tough to find actual. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to say that this trial is not actual news, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sensationalized. When when I see news sets, the, these <laughs> these stations created mock-ups. Did you see some of this? Uh, you know, mock-ups of the crime scene. It's hard for me to to justify. Oh. In the, this is a this is a terrible event, and it's horrible, and it's really sad. And it's something that used to be a police matter that they get to the bottom of and then we deal with. And it's now it's now national. I mean, eight people were killed in Chicago yesterday in shootings. Like, yeah. you know, and that is in no way meant to belittle the death of this person. It, it's it's just, you know, there's like you said, there, there's a revolution happening <laughs> on right. the other side of, and of the globe. We have a state government that's inept. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> in, our, in our state of Illinois and, you know, it, it's it, there's crazy stuff going on. Um, you also probably got a message after that tweet that says the NSA is now following you. <laughs> they are. I know. <laughs> and I, I, I really don't know how to make the connection I, other than, you know, we as citizens need to focus on the important things. And there are huge important things out there. Yeah. And um, I think that's why we do this podcast, because there's important learning that can be done with, with games and learning. And we kind of need to focus, you know, it's it's just one thing. There are many other things out there. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know if I made that connection or not, but I was reaching. I was just one of those things that I was just frustrated by. 
You weren't reaching. You were Ed reaching. Uh, oh, good. You see what I did there? And on that note, Jerry, <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. This show has been brought to you by the Great Dane Pub and Restaurant in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> the oh official my. sponsor of Ed Gamer. Oh my goodness. We seriously, I wanna I, we need to call them. Honey butter. I just want a lifetime supply of the honey butter they can send me. Be great. I had I had this pan fried chicken. Did I tell you? I told you about this. With with like a, a Dulier sausage. Oh. And and it had this sauce on top of it and then mashed potatoes with this pepper jack teas and fresh vegetable like uh, green beans and then also um mushrooms fresh mushrooms oh, three alarm chicken and, wings Ooh, okay oh. check that out and the beverages were pretty good too uh, yeah. tasty <laughs> tasty